What's up, iTrek Bites family? It's your host, Jordan, with another episode of the Member Spotlight series. However, this week's episode is a different one. We have our brand new fitness coach, Kim, on that will tell you about what she has been doing for us behind the scenes and what it is going to do for you as a member. This is definitely an episode you are not going to want to miss. So let's get this episode started. Hello. Hi. <laughs> All right. So go ahead and let everybody know who you are. Um, I'm super excited for this. Thank you again for uh, coming with me on here to get interviewed. And I know we've been working yeah, together in the, back, in the background. It's been awesome. So go ahead and do a little introduction. Well, thanks so much for having me. Um, and it's nice to put a face to an email. <laughs> <laughs> I am Kim LaBruza. I am a personal trainer in Austin, Texas, and I get to be iTrack Bytes coach. So I'm really excited about that. I put together a bunch of videos that, that you're going to be you know, launching. I know the first one has been up for a little yes. bit, but I have been, I kind of got started in, I know that it's the fitness industry, but I look at it as more a lifestyle. Yeah. You know, you got to figure out what you like and, you know, cause if you, if you don't look forward to it, then it's very unlikely that you're going to continue doing it. <laughs> no, I totally get it. So, so what got you into actually, like, let's start from the very beginning. Like how was your health and wellness kind of growing up and stuff? That's kind of where I try to go with all of my members of let's yeah. start from the beginning. Like, how was it for you? How'd you grow up? So I actually am from here, born and raised in Austin, and I grew up playing any sport I could play. I was like the typical tomboy, I guess. <laughs> my mom had me and my brother, my brother's two years younger than me. And so we were both super, super active. Um, I played pickup basketball any chance I could. I, I grew up going to the YMCA after school, and then I became a uh counselor and training when I was old enough. And then I started working there. And so I eventually started helping run the sports programs there. Yeah. And I realized between that and playing competitive soccer, volleyball, basketball, I ran track. I was not the fastest, but I found out that I could, I was pretty strong, especially for being a little bit different build compared to the other throwers. But, mm -hmm. um, I could, I could really, uh, throw a shot put in a discus. So I enjoyed, I, I really like proving people wrong. So I was yeah. like, yeah, that was me. So <laughs> just really competitive with a lot of things. Uh, I've had to tone that down as I've gotten older, <laughs> but I was given leadership opportunities along the way, all throughout at the YMCA and uh, just on the teams that I played on, I guess just having a strong personality my coaches were like we need to give her some extra tasks and see yeah, how she definitely. does as a leader and that all kind of shaped me into wanting to become a coach as i got older but you know then you have you have people in the background like well you can't make a living off of being a coach you can't you know the people in the in yeah. in your ear questioning your choices and so i ended up i ended up going into management and I um, became a, a practice manager for a medical office. And I did that for a very, very long time. Really? <laughs> so, it's like, so it's very different. Totally um, different. But, <laughs> but still, still playing sports, even, you know, I haven't gotten to play as much because I was home for a whole year, like most of us were. Yeah. But volleyball became my love and I really focused on that and ended up 
starting a women's competitive team and went that route. And I, I started coaching volleyball. That was my very first kind of like dip into, I guess, the fitness and coaching yeah. world officially. You know, I was, mm-hmm. I was helping my brother and, you know, other kids at the YMCA learn sports and running some small like youth sports kind of stuff. Yeah. But I got to mentor under some amazing coaches to become a volleyball coach. And that was really still on the side for like a club volleyball team, which is similar to select. And one of the mentors that I got to work under was actually, he, he just passed away this year. He was uh, amazing. This man named Gene Chambliss, he was an assistant coach in the 1968 Olympic games. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So I learned so much from him. And uh, so I was just doing it part-time and started learning along the way, like more about you know, I really can do this. And I think that adding personal training into my knowledge would really benefit my players. It would benefit me. And I could also use my gift of being a leader and a coach because I'm biased because it's me, but I think that I'm good at (laughs) delivering, you know, teaching people things, delivering workouts, and, and sometimes getting people to step outside of their comfort zone a little bit and, you know, achieve some things that they may not realize that they are capable of. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So becoming a certified personal trainer was um, a little bit of a whirlwind. My husband has been awesome and super supportive the whole time, but it was also a little bit probably shocking to him when I said, okay, I'm done working in an office. I'm going I'm to do this full time. And he was like, okay. I, so I, I kind of just went for it. I, was, I feel the same way when I was in healthcare because I was in healthcare pretty much my whole life. I'm 31 okay. now. And I remember when I was just like, I told my wife, I was like, oh, I'm going into social media. And she's like, <laughs> uh, what? And I'm like, no, for real, like, I'm going into this. And she's like, okay, like only income. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So I totally get that. <laughs> <laughs> so it was... Um, I, I fell in love with kickboxing the first time I tried that class. And so it was kind of, I was already certified as a personal trainer and still trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And once I fell in love with kickboxing, I left that first class just like feeling just exhausted, but excited. And I yeah. was like, I'm going to learn how to teach this because it's so empowering. And so I ended up that was the that conversation. Okay, I'm done with this office. Yeah. I actually went and worked at the kickboxing studio and ran their social media for them and helped them, you know, be kind of a, yeah. a back end manager, I guess, because mm-hmm. I had so much management experience. Yeah. And I was I would take a class or two every single day and just soak up as much as I could from everyone. And I took a few other trainings along the way mm-hmm. and then I was presented with a really awesome opportunity to help open a brand new gym, teach kickboxing, and that's where Heat Boot Camp comes into play. Yeah, I'm super excited to talk about that because I love Cody and all that. I love Cody so much. So I was able to start working and training towards opening this brand new gym that was going to house a satellite of Heat Boot Camp inside of it. Uh-huh. So I I got to meet Cody and go through all of the training process at heat and then bring that awesome workout to a gym in a different part of Austin with a different owner. But it was, it, it was uh, like great a because I could, yeah, it was, yeah, it was like a hybrid. I could do teach boot, heat boot camp, kickboxing, and I could personal train clients 
in the same location. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was great. And I did that for about a year and a half. And then the pandemic hit and it, that the pandemic obviously Wiped shut everything, yeah. everything down, including I was in the middle of a volleyball season with high school age girls. And so that was, that was a little tough, you know, yeah. processing that we didn't really have that closure. So we did some fun things like this, mm-hmm. uh, over zoom and stuff. And I was like, okay, uh, we're going to pivot. <laughs> And I went from teaching a ton of classes and training people in person to a hundred percent reliant on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> so I shifted to um, doing personal training a hundred percent over Zoom, and I was also doing some. Uh, my best friend is an educator, and she works for. She's an executive for a large school district mm-hmm. in San Antonio, and so I started offering just to keep my skills sharp and to help them out. Uh, Donation-based classes for like a thirty to forty-five minute. That's cool. High-intensity interval class, and it was just. Um, I learned the skill of teaching the class while I was doing, doing it, it, like Sean yeah. T. You know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. That was really fun. And then also, you know, just doing the one-on-one personal training. And it actually is incredible because I have, I, I get to work with people all over the country now mm-hmm. that I never probably would have, wouldn't have even gotten to meet them, much less train them. So I've got yeah. several clients in the Boston area. I've got a couple of people in California and then um, several people that are here nearby that I used to drive all over town before the pandemic. Yeah. And they're like, you know, I really like our, our training in person, but I'm, I'm really happy with this over zoom because I don't have to go anywhere. It takes away some of my excuses Yeah, (laughs) and I don't have to get my house clean. You know, Mm -hmm. they're like, I don't have to meet you at a gym or get my house cleaned up because you have to walk through it. Yeah. I just have to log in. So I totally get that. Great. (laughs) I totally get that. Like one thing about me, which I, which I want your aspect of this also after I'm done with what I'm saying. But like, for me, we just started like last week, me and my wife finally were like, we had done so much stuff at home. And I know it's always iffy with like planet fitness with some of our people and with just America in general, but it was $10 a month, no commitment. And we were just like, you know what? We're tired of trying to do it ourselves at home. Let's go somewhere. And like your workouts that you produce for us, like I even showed them to my wife and I was just like, Hey, like when you're not doing your cardio time, you could do something like this at planet fitness. Totally. And it's on YouTube. And so like, she kind of got like some behind the scenes that like other I jerk members haven't seen yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> perks of working for them. Um, but no, so I'm super, super excited to talk more about that. But the number one thing first I want to talk about is, how was you, especially growing, not really growing up, but just being an adult and going throughout your years of your training and all that stuff, how has like what you've been eating, your diet regimen, how has that either affected your workouts or what type of way from the very beginning to now have you focused on your diet, if that kind of makes sense? So that's a really good question. Um, and it's, it's, I'll be the first to admit that when I was much younger, I was one of those people that was like, I find three hours of sleep. I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm working out a ton, but I also have a body type that I'm half Italian. 
Um, and I always joke that it's kind of on the bottom half because mm -hmm. <laughs> that's yeah. where we all gain weight differently. And that's yeah. where I gain weight first. Uh -huh. um, and so I learned that, you know, I, I have two boys. I've, I've got a husband and two boys and the, my boys are both older and, and big, and they, <laughs> like big and strong and grown and eat yeah. a lot. My oldest is 21. My youngest is 13. And they're both, you know, six, one and six, four. Oh, wow. And they are just nonstop eating. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how I was when I was younger. Yeah. And I tried to be on the healthier side of that. But at the same time, with being on the go a lot, it was just really tough to, you know, kind of make sure that I focused on that. So as I got yeah. older, it was like, okay, this is not sustainable for me. So as I've learned more about it, um, through, you know, kind of trial and error, error, cause I tried, you know, for a few, it was probably, I don't know, probably close to two years. I tried super restrictive calorie counting. And for my personality, it, it didn't end well for me. Like mm. I, I felt myself going way over the top, becoming consumed more with that aspect of it. So, mm -hmm. um, I kind of had to, to rein it in there a little yeah. bit cause it did, I mean, it did help me lose some weight that I wanted to lose. But for my personality, I was obsessing over it too much. So I had to real rein it in. But I, I know several people who work well with the calorie yeah. counting. Yeah. When I started working with, you know, looking at macros and learning about that a little bit more. And I choose to prioritize my protein because I like to lift heavy weights. Mm -hmm. and um, And so for me, it's making sure that that's really what I focus on is being as hydrated as possible. I prioritize my protein, meaning my gut wants to go for all the bread and all the <laughs> dessert yeah. first, but I'll prioritize making sure I'm getting an adequate amount of protein, but I also eat it first. So that helps me kind of control my urges that I, as I've gotten older and gotten to know my habits and myself better and learn how to listen to my body and what exactly I need, um, for training and, yeah. and everything that has really been great for me personally. And just making sure that I'm adequately rested and hydrated because if I, if I am not consistent with those things, I can definitely feel a difference in my energy levels mm -hmm. as I just turned 40 in March. And I feel like that kind of stuff things catch up, you know, yeah. I, my mom always used to tell me that's going to happen. And I was like, whatever, no, it's whatever. No, I totally understand that. <laughs> I totally understand that. So with the protein, I love that you said that. Like a lot of our, we have macros as a secondary metric. So mm -hmm. a little bit about, I mean, you know, a lot about iTrack Bites, but secondary metrics, what we call that is kind of like not double tracking, but kind of like if you're using a bytes based system, which is a smaller number, mm -hmm there's that formula and that goes to equals out to calories and all that stuff. Well, if you're a pro member, you get to track your calories mm -hmm. also, or you track your macros. One thing I really have never gotten okay. into is macro cool. counting was macro counting. So I love that you said protein. So pretty much you're for you and your lifestyle, it's rest, rehydration and protein. So let's talk about protein. What are, as a standpoint of a personal trainer, what are the different one, what are different ways to get your protein in? And then what could be the easiest ways to get your protein in? Because I know a lot of people that use our plans, 
they don't get enough protein, which makes them yeah. feel hungry, which makes them either go off plan, binge, or just give up. Right. What are some things that you would like to say about that for our members? So for me, and I, I have to make sure that I'm staying in my scope as a personal trainer because I'm not a nutrition <laughs> yeah. expert. No one is a nutritionist or my a doctor or anything. Yeah. <laughs> Some of the ways that I like to prioritize uh, uh, protein, I focus on what I like, just like with exercising. I really like chicken. So I try to get chicken into most of my meals for dinner. Mm -hmm. And then for like, if for breakfast, sometimes I like to trick myself into feeling like I'm eating dessert for breakfast. And by that, (laughs) (laughs) I've found a really great vegan protein powder that I Mm -hmm. like. Now, I know that ideally, most of this will come, you know, most of our macros will come from whole foods yeah. and and all that good stuff. But if we're trying to mix it up and on the go and all of those things, I found that there are some really great recipes using protein powder that I like. And one of them is I'll get, I've got a, it's like a creamy kind of chocolate flavor. Mm-hmm protein powder and it doesn't taste like chemicals or anything yeah, like that. No, it's a really exactly. good one. And so I'll mix that with yogurt. So like Bulgarian yogurt or Greek yogurt mm-hmm. that's got all the good probiotics in there. There's already protein in the yogurt. Then you're adding some protein with the powder. And then I love the combination of fresh cherries and chocolate. So I'll cut up a bunch of fresh cherries, especially right now they're in season Yeah, and they're so good. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'll cut those up and put them in and mix those together. And it's, it really does. It keeps me feeling full, but it's also delicious. Delicious. So it doesn't, doesn't feel like work, you know? Mm -hmm. No, I get (laughs) So that's a really good one for me. And, and sometimes I'll do the same thing with like vanilla protein powder and yogurt with like chopped up berries and a little bit of granola. So I prioritize it in that way with, Mm -hmm. you know, also knowing myself and my sweet tooth. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, it's, you know, really good adding the, the cherries or the berries or whatever it is. I also really like the bread, Killer Dave's. Oh my gosh. I love Killer Dave's. So good. I love Killer Dave's. (laughs) Brownie and all that stuff um, with it. Yes. And so right now I've been kind of on this, this run of the, the good seed killer Dave's it's got all Mm -hmm. the seeds on it. It makes, I don't know. It just makes me feel like I'm eating something (laughs) more exciting. The texture is different. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll make myself some, you know, some like avocado toast with that and then have a protein shake or have some eggs with it. So like scrambled eggs, avocado toast on the protein bread. I think it has like five grams of protein per slice. Mm -hmm. So I try to make sure that I get some amount of protein in every meal that I eat. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, that's good. Thank you for that. Because I know that it kind of gets a little bit, it kind of gets hard because like I do research all the time on YouTube and well, the the interweb is what my family calls it. Just, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like, that's one thing about protein. Like people say, oh yes, eat protein. Like, eat protein but then they never really talk to you about like what exactly is an easy way to get protein in it yeah. you know what i mean yeah. um one thing for me is like collagen i never realized all the benefits of collagen especially mm-hmm. i don't know if it's because i'm a male because like i've always heard of collagen and being like oh that's like 
for hair. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But <laughs> yeah. then, like, when I actually started researching it for, like, your joints and inflammation and all that stuff, I'm like, I think mm-hmm. I'm going to give this a try. And it has helped me out tremendously now, the collagen. Yeah. So, and But you don't realize how much protein's in collagen, too. It's not like That's the true. full 100% protein, but no. So thank you for that. I love that. Um, yeah, so let's welcome. talk, let's pivot over to kind of like what you're doing for us now for our Trek Bites. Like you're one of our brand new fitness coaches. We're hoping that there's going to be more stuff from you in the future after this campaign is done. Um, but let's talk about what exactly you have done for us and what we're debuting weekly. So I had a couple of options and I thought about it and we talked about it and I thought that it would be a lot more realistic, especially since I have, you know, kind of my lighting setup and stuff like that um, here to do it at my house because most everyone of of your members is going to be doing most of their workouts at home. So I tried to put together some workouts that feel like they're easily scalable. So as you make progress, if there's something that you really fall in love with, you can add a dumbbell to it. Yeah. Or you know, you can start with body weight or you can add a dumbbell to it. But there are movements that most everyone can do, but there are modifications available for just about anything. So there's there's a ton of different ways to work different muscles, but really it's also I think about helping people figure out goes back to figuring out what you like. So as someone who I, you know, I told you I fell in love with kickboxing, I wanted to include something along those lines. And it's a little different because it's, you know, there's some shadow boxing in there too. So you don't actually get to like hit something, Yeah. but <laughs> still, you know, really, really fun, I think, and gets your heart rate up and gets you moving. So, and, and the mobility, I included that as kind of a, yes, that's, like, that's that the first one we did. Yeah. So that can be used as a warm up or it can be used just 100% by itself. So with my personal training clients, I encourage them to take walks every day because mm-hmm. um, walking does count and yes. try to get out in the in the sunshine if you can. Um, I know some areas of of the world are a little bit rainier than rainier than others. And here we had like three weeks Whoa. of rain straight. It was yeah, crazy. It's super hot oh, in Austin yeah. right now. With yeah, y'all. it is. It is super hot, super humid. So like going earlier or late, but getting those in and even on a day where it's like, you know, I, I feel like I can't do a ton or I'm tired and I need a rest day because I'm big on rest days. We got to recover yeah. that just doing that mobility stuff alone, the mobility workout alone is, is great just to keep your joints moving and keep your, get your heart rate up a tiny bit, but that one doesn't bring it up a a lot. Um, but just to make sure that you get a good, a nice, you know, recovery day in. And so Mm -hmm. a lot of people think rest day equals, I'm going to hang out on my couch all day Yeah, and it can be rest Mm -hmm. days look different for everyone, but, um, getting a little bit of active recovery in there yeah. with some mobility movement or a 10, you know, couple of 10 minute walks or something like yeah. that. I can make I a feel huge like, difference. I feel like with your mobility, the first one that we posted, it's definitely something that if you're doing more of like the three to four day a week thing and you're trying to space out like, okay, when do I do cardio? Then I do upper body, mm-hmm. then I do lower body. This mobility workout that you did is definitely something to add to your cardio day as more of like the mm-hmm. cool down. That's how I think. For you sure. Know? Yeah. That's how I've been doing it because I'm just like, yes, I do the treadmill on my cardio day, but then it's like, oh, great to kind of cool down. 
I do the mobility and then it's like, then it's awesome. back on for like another five minutes. Now, the one that people don't know that you're getting ready to, uh, that we're going to debut this coming Thursday is your mini band workout. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I have never used bands. I'm not going to lie. Really? I have never used bands. And the one, when I think of bands, like I think of the ones with like the handles and I'm like doing the, you know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. So yeah. it's like when I, when you made it and it was the mini band, I'm like, I got to see this. And I watched it and I was just like, I told my wife, I was like, we got to buy some of those because I want to bring those in my gym bag because that right there also is something to add to your daily regimen to get that going. So like what out of all, you know, there's, there's going to be six of these videos for our members. Which one is your favorite? I mean, is it, is it kickboxing? Because you're like, you love kickboxing. That is a really (laughs) good question. So the one that I use the most, Mm -hmm. like, and and there are so many different ways to get mobility. And that one really just kind of scratched the surface. So um, at some point, if we do another campaign in the future, then what I would do is get a little bit deeper into yeah. advancing the movements just a little bit more. But I think that probably the mobility one would be the one that I use most often because yeah. with with my trained clients, like I'll, I'll have you know, a little bit of that kind of interlaced into a little bit more dynamic warm up, mm-hmm. And sometimes we do use it for cool down, just like you said. Um, and then sometimes I'm like, here, this is your assignment. We got to stand alone, just mobility. But as far as favorite goes, I don't know. I think that, I think they're all, they're all fun in their own way. I do like what you said about the minivans. I have, I have a soft spot for those because they're so inexpensive to find. So you know, I mean, sometimes like with workouts, it feels like the, there's a barrier of entry financially mm-hmm. yeah. with, with working out. And mm-hmm. part of the reason I wanted to do this is to show that you don't need a bunch of expensive, fancy equipment or even access to a gym to yeah. find a way that you like to move your body. Mm-hmm. So that is, you know, one of the things I really like about those bands, because there are so many things you can do with those. Yeah, like I love that same thing just scratch the surface and yeah. um so i think i don't know i'm torn i like them all <laughs> yeah no i'm like i'm so excited for our members to find all six of them you know it's going to be great going into the july month you know getting ready for that fourth of july weekend and you're just you've made all this progress don't worry about it mm-hmm. and then you can shuffle these workouts like that's the best thing yeah. Last thing I wanted to talk to you, this has been an amazing interview and thank you so much for joining me. The last thing You're I welcome. wanted to ask you is, so say somebody, and I guess I can be a little biased for myself because I just started going to the gym. So say there is a gym newbie. <laughs> mm-hmm. What would a typical, like just say I was your client and mm-hmm. I haven't worked out in years. I maybe have done like Leslie Sam, Leslie at walk at home videos, mm-hmm. but like, what would your type of scheduling for somebody starting out in a gym preference type thing? You know what I mean? Like, is it like mm-hmm. three days a week? Is it four days a week? Do you do so many, one cardio day, two upper body days, you know, like just say I was inquiring on your website or your social media, mm-hmm. just being like, Hey, I might want to work with you. What would you, what would you tell me? So there is not like a one size fits all program for every single person. So I would tell you that we would need to set up an assessment to see Mm -hmm. a movement assessment. So basically it's a workout interlaced into a movement assessment to see how you move. And Mm -hmm. if there are any muscle imbalances that are really prevalent, for example, 
you know, if, if we're trying to do a squat and just to see, you know, I've had people tell me, well, before we schedule these movement assessments, well, I can't do a squat. And I'm like, well, do you sit in a chair and do you stand up? Because that is a squat. Mm-hmm. So there are a lot of like big, scary things, you know, big, scary feelings that can surround going into a gym and even talking to a trainer. And so I try to break that down real quick because to me, everyone is welcome. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think that, you know, to find a good trainer to work with, I personally think that they need to have that same attitude and I'll meet you where you're at because a lot of people feel like, oh, I need to do X, Y, Z before I can start Mm -hmm. going to the gym. And that's actually not the case. Now I would, would I recommend doing some research on the type of gym before you decide to go? Absolutely. Because there are some gyms that are traditionally more like, you know, just big, beefy, like bodybuilders and they're happy there. And that is what they specialize in, but that may not be the place that everyone wants to go. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So everyone's a little bit different. I, I've had people start off you know, seeing me in person three times a day or three times a day, three times a week. That would be fun. Um, (laughs) Three times a week. And then I'll send um, what I lovingly refer to as homework, but it's the fun kind of homework. So some different, you know, make sure that you get a walk at, you know, for X amount of time, or, you know, if you want to bring it up to a light jog, if we're progressing there, but it depends on, people's bodies, everybody is different, uh-huh. people's goals, you know, speaking of the bodybuilders, if somebody came to me and said, I want to, I want to compete in my first bodybuilding show, I would say, I am a hundred percent rooting for you, but I am not the girl for you. That's not my specialty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, what would you, you say know, to somebody, what would you say to somebody that is just too scared to have a tra- trainer? Like, financially they can't afford a trainer or they're just not there yet to get to personal training, what would you tell them like how to start? You know what I mean? Just like, first of all, doing it, you know what I mean? That obviously mm-hmm. would be your first thing that you would say, but like, you know what I'm saying? Cause there's going to be yeah. people on here. that are just like, oh, I don't know if I could do this yet. Kind of like you said, yeah. I can't do a squat. Well, do you sit down in a chair? Do you stand up? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I have a friend that's like, do you sit on the toilet? Do you stand up? <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, I can repeat that here. Um, <laughs> so waiting for like some lightning strike of motivation or some lightning strike of like getting to where you want to be, like where you have it in your head to where you feel like you need to be before you do X, Y, and Z is not going to happen. Yeah. Like the motivation is not always going to be the same right. every single day. Our best is different every day. Yeah, I, I know for me too. <laughs> I mean, I have to remind myself of that too. Sometimes like, you know, the motivation is not going to be the same every day. And sometimes I'm not going to be as well rested as I had planned to be or as well hydrated. And so you just have to start. And even if it's just with taking a short walk, that counts. You know, a lot of people are like, well, walk doesn't count. Yes, it does. It's movement. Mm-hmm you're moving. So it doesn't have to look a certain way. Everybody adds movement and fitness into their life in very different ways. And I've had people (laughs) tell me that before, before they talked to me or people that I grew up with, like, Oh, well, you're, you were like, you know, you enjoy competing and you're super aggressive with your sports and, you know, 
really would just get in the zone. So I, I figured you would be kind of intimidating to work with. And I'm like, no, I, I'm definitely not, you know, that I leave that for myself when I'm, when I need to turn that on, if I'm going to eat and we're all humans, we all sometimes will make choices that maybe don't align with what we think we should make. But I feel like the, the fitness industry, the diet industry has put a lot of shame onto people that really we need to figure out how to let go of. Like you should be this way or you should be this way before you go to a gym. But the ones that the gyms that are worthy of our membership money or, you know, worthy of, you know, personal training money Mm -hmm. are the ones that are saying, come on, everybody's welcome here. You know, Mm -hmm. let me help you. Yeah. In my opinion. So, and that's part of the reason I love heat so much because it can look like a scary, intimidating workout at first, but it is so much fun to see someone to like lead someone through their very first either training or class experience there. And they're like, Oh, I did that. That was me. Like, yeah, Yeah. that was you. And you could do it again. (laughs) Yeah. No, I totally remember, man. When I went to the gym, like I said, I'm a newbie. So like last week on Monday, when the first time I walked in there, I like got on the treadmill and I was just like, this isn't as scary as what I thought it was. Like I thought this was going to exactly. be like, that's why I've never done it before. Yeah. And it's so funny because so many people look at me and they're like, Jordan, you're such an outgoing person. You interview people all the time. Like you're this space, like people love you. They're you're on social media. All Like I put my world out there, but intimidating yeah. stuff like that it freaked me out. And they're just like, no, no way. And I'm like, yeah, for real. So it was very like the first time I went, I was very even surprised myself that I went. No, that's understandable. There are certain gym environments that I'm like, hello. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I felt that way when I, I got certified as a boxing fitness coach or trainer. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, tr- I don't coach people. If people are trying to fight, that's not me, yeah. but for fitness and, you know, teaching the correct technique, the, when I first went to that training, it was, especially I was one of the only, a small amount of females there too. So that was a little bit different, but, um, I'm kind of used to that. I was on a boys soccer team for a long time, but <laughs> it kind of just added to being an intimidating environment. And then when I got in there, I was like, I'm fine. It's yep. fine. But <laughs> it, it's, you know, I get that too sometimes. And it's, it's a good reminder of what people I work with and help feel sometimes yeah because it it can be really awkward and scary and um but yeah once you get in there like you belong in there just like everybody else you know love it and some of those uh machines are a little bit confusing and intimidating and i am such a plan ahead kind of person that i i even like have looked it up in the past oh i you know trust me that's all I've been doing all week is like, okay, I want to do upper body tomorrow. What does that entitle? And then because I'm going to Planet Fitness right now, I like even YouTube, like easy beginner upper body workout at Planet Fitness. And would you believe there's people that have put this content out there for you? That's awesome. It's crazy. And you know, if you think about it, if you really break it down, Um, so here's a tip. If you really break it down to like movement patterns, push, pull, squat, hinge. Um, and then there's lunge and carry. If you want to add those into it, um, when you're planning your workouts for yourself, if you get those movement patterns in, so a pull, a push could be 
a push-up. Mm-hmm. And a push-up doesn't have to be on the floor. A push-up yeah. can be against the wall. It can be on the arm of a couch. It can be on a chair. It can yeah. be, you know, all of these things as long as you're, you know, in a plank. Yeah. And then a pull could be a row. So if you've got dumbbells or a yeah. band, you can you can get a row in. Um, a squat. So squat's pretty self-explanatory. And you can do those body weight or you can add a dumbbell. You know, you don't, I don't want people to feel like when you walk into a gym, you have to automatically go pick up a barbell. (laughs) I don't start people with a barbell and some people prefer not to just for various reasons. So until we kind of work through that intimidation factor, I find barbell really, really fun to work with. But I also in the middle of all those sports and stuff, when I was in high school, I worked out with a powerlifting team. So I learned a lot there that I have been able to carry over, you know, throughout all the rest of my education to the barbell. But as personal trainers, we don't know how to use every single machine automatically or every single piece of equipment. We've had to learn it too. So don't let that, you know, defer you from trying it or asking someone, but yeah, the squat, the hinge, the hinge is like a glute bridge. You can lay on the floor and push your hips up Mm -hmm. or you can stand and do a hinge that way. A kettlebell swing is also a a hinge. A deadlift is a hinge, but you can do all of those things with bands or dumbbells. There's so many different options. And I like to add loaded carries to these things. And this would be something that actually would probably be really easy for your members to add. Going on a walk, for example, if you want to level up your walk and you maybe don't have a lot of time to add to the walk, throw on a backpack and add a little bit of weight to your backpack. Oh, I never thought of that. And you can, you know, just make sure that it's balanced. And then if you're home and you, if it's raining and you have to walk around in your house (laughs) (laughs) or like the mall or something, I don't know if people still do that, then you can, you can offset the weight and carry something in one hand, like, a purse or a suitcase, or if you have a weight, a dumbbell or Mm -hmm. a bottle of water and make sure that your posture is nice and tall and you're not letting it pull you down. Yeah. And that's going to help work your core even more while you're walking and then switch it to the other hand and keep walking. So just making sure that it's, it's a balance. So there's so many different ways to add a little bit of movement into your day. Um, don't overthink it. Just start doing something yes. is my best advice. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Kim, so much for joining me tonight. I really do appreciate it. Thanks um, for having me. Yeah. And thank you so much for the campaign you've worked with us on. And like I said, it'll be going on for the next five weeks. So a lot of times Coach Kim does hop on social media. And if you guys are leaving questions or comments for her, she'll be glad to comment back to you on there. So, uh, well, Kim, like I said, thank you so much. And I'm glad that you were here tonight and that our members got to see you. Thank you. All right. You take care, Kim. Awesome. Yeah. Bye. Happy to be here. You too. Thanks. Bye. All right, guys, that was an awesome interview with coach Kim. Um, super excited for you guys. Like I said, this Thursday, um, these workouts that are coming out are on Thursdays and they are on our YouTube channel. So make sure and be on social. If you're on our Facebook page, we will post a link there. If you're on uh, Instagram, you will find the reel that will have the link in it, the swipe up, all that stuff. And if you haven't already liked or 
anything like that, followed us on Instagram. It is iCheckBytes on YouTube. And uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this meeting. And until I see you again uh, next Tuesday, 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time. Bye, guys. Bye.